Blog Talk Radio.
All right, all right, all right. Yeah. You are now tuned in to the mother uh, greatest. Yes, we are back. We are back. Let's chat us back. Happy Friday. Hey, y'all. Hey, Lisa, it is Friday. You know, Lisa, the one thing I love about when we're on the radio is that we get to revisit all of our awesome music. And our jingle, our opening show jingle. I'm sitting here jamming, girl, because I need something to pick me up, and you just did it. So <laughs> thank you, sis. You are welcome to Keith Robinson. We're excited for his new release, for his next album, Love Epistolic 2. So he sent us the pre-released version. Uh, so it's not released yet, but I'm excited because we've been rocking this since for uh, some months now. And listen, I was on my phone. I listen to it in the car. <laughs> I love it. I love it. You know, and uh, we so thank Mr. Keith Robbins for sending us that uh, that clip because it's the only place to hear it is here on the ladies with the ladies of Less Chat. So that's just one of our many favorites. We have so much awesome music in our archive leash. I know, I know. And if you want to send us music to be able to sample and listen to, you just send that to the chat radio show at gmail.com. We got a great, Absolutely. great show today, T. We talking that talk, T. We talking about rise above. You know, mm-hmm. sometimes we got to we gotta just rise above. So, and I mean it as far as rise above your ego. Because, see, mm-hmm. ego will put you in the trick bag every time. Mm-hmm. Every time it will put you in the trick bag. And sometimes you have to learn how to rise above yourself. Um, you know, so many times we focus on making sure we're rising above pettiness and rising above other people's pettiness. But we have to learn how to rise above ourselves sometimes. Sometimes mm-hmm. our battle is just what our personal self. Uh, and being able to grow from that, sometimes, you know, Asking yourself why What's the intent behind doing what you're doing Ladies if you out there busting out his car window Ask yourself why Why exactly are you busting uh. out his car window It's not because he ain't no good Because you knew that before you bust out the car window But you're still dealing mm. with him So y'all need, we need to do better You really need to do better When we are doing things We need to start asking ourselves why Paying attention to the intent behind our own actions So that we are positioned better Mm. Somebody needed a word. <laughs> Whoa. Okay, you said a mouthful, Miss Miss Leisha. And you know, also Leisha, rise above. You know, I'm thinking of our situation that the country finds itself in. Sometimes you have to rise above systemic issues. You know, and you, you may do. not necessarily be the one to cause them, but you could inadvertently as well as advertently participate in it. You know, there are so many True. things going on in our country today that we need to rise above it because we can be better. And that's another part when you're looking at yourselves to just make yourself better. Rise above anything that is bringing negativity to you and even rising above judgment from others, least because that's another issue that we face as a people. You know, we worry about how other people see us how other people judge us. Uh-huh. And you need to rise above that and just be 
true to you, true to yourself. So there's so many yeah. parts, there's so many aspects that we can use that rise above cliche to that um, we want to ask our guests tonight to see what they've risen above, you know, because we are two women talking about rising above, but you know, at least that dynamic is always that man and woman. So I yeah, we love to hear the, the man's dynamic of that. Mm-hmm. Because how our about men, it, I feel. Yes. And I think a woman's ego is probably a little bit bigger than some men. Yeah, I said mm-hmm. it. Ladies, don't send me no <laughs> inbox. They already know. But, you know, because we have the empress mentality. I don't even like to be called queen no more. Look, 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 see, there you go. I don't even like to be called queen no more. I'm I'm empress. You know what I'm saying? I'm, we run empires. We, we, these little petty kingdoms, we don't do that. We run empires. So we have to learn how to um, sometimes just kind of check ourselves um, and say, is it worth it? Like, I'm about Mm. to go to the left. Is it really worth it? And sometimes Mm -hmm. just taking that step back and for those that are religious, letting God lead and -hmm. and take care of things. Sometimes it's not even necessary for us to even get up. Sometimes we just got to sit down and let let him handle it because him handling Uh it is better than us handling it. It's going to be more effective his way. But when we start right. putting our hands in it and doing this and doing that, then all of a sudden it's all over the place. You know, mm-hmm. sometimes we just got to step back. We got to step back from ourselves and let and let a higher power just take care of some of the things that we can't control. Mm-hmm. And you have to listen. You know, you have to listen to that. You know, don't don't doubt that inner that inner voice because. You know, that inner voice could be the voice that you need to be listening to instead of everything that's outside telling you to do what they feel you should be doing. So be mindful of that. And sometimes, like you say, you got to get out of your own way in order for your lane to be made for you. You know, Leisha and I, we can get deep into this type of conversation. (laughs) Right, because listen, don't get me wrong. Your ego ain't all bad. Your ego is the sign of a red flag. Somebody trying you somewhere. And it's flag mm-hmm. letting you know to p- pay attention. Not necessarily react, but pay attention because something ain't right over here. And so now mm-hmm. we have to start paying attention because I think for so long, if you think about COVID, and COVID has made us pay attention. It's made us sit down and pay attention. If it wasn't for the hustle and bustle, we would never pay attention to some of the things that we're paying attention to now. You know, and that's just really time for us mm-hmm. to not necessarily react, but step back and pay attention so that we are able to handle things the correct way um, so that it's effective. And we don't have to keep doing the same thing over and over and over. Mm-hmm. That's so true. And that's, <laughs> but that's one of the things we've been really talking about and delving into these last couple of months, literally since the pandemic started. You know, you want to come out on the other side of this so much better than you went into it. You know, you we, we hope Absolutely. that everyone has taken that time to self-reflect, to look at that person in the mirror and say, what can I do to better myself? You may have been in a position where you was without a job, you was without a a career. What did you do in order to overcome that? What did you do to supplement it? You know, um, what did you do for yourself? Some people wanted to work on themselves, getting more exercise, you know, spending more time with the family. We've been forced to do that because we couldn't go anywhere. So there's so many things that could have come out of this, this 
quarantine, mm-hmm. this COVID-19, this time of, of coming, of, of being separated from the world, that can be so much better when you come out on the other side. And some people have learned they in relationships they don't need to be in. They work in jobs they don't need to be in. They got businesses they need to be starting. You know, we always talk about a goal moment here on Let's Chat. And the goal moment is when thought and execution come together. Nine times out of ten, we're very mindful about how we speak to other people, how we pour into other Mm -hmm. people, how they feel. But we always put ourselves on the back burner. And we have to start making sure that we we start putting ourselves first. But, you know, I think society has said uh, when you put yourself first, that's selfish. It's okay to be selfish, uh-huh. y'all. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Your goal moment is when your thought and execution come together because you, the person that you give the most excuses to is yourself. Why you can't do something, why you can't start something, why you can't, why you can't, why you can't. You know, and we have to stop mm-hmm. doing that because then we're we're – preventing ourselves from moving forward when we need to move forward. And we're allowing mm-hmm. that, that fear to set in to let us know or let us feel like we can't necessarily do something. And you can absolutely do anything you want to do. Listen, the fuse went out downstairs in the fuse box. I thought I could go down there and fix it. So let me tell you, I think I could do anything. <laughs> well, I um, I was told that, no, ma'am, you know, that's not something you could do. But when the man was doing it, I was just thinking, like, I could have did that myself. But, I mean, I digress. <laughs> now, you know. <laughs> now, you know, we're not going to get on that electricity road. <laughs> yeah. She thinks she can do anything, but I'm I'm gonna open up the show. <laughs> Welcome everyone. You are tuning in to the ladies of Let's Chat. My name is Miss Tony and I got my electrical genius over there. The one and only Miss Alicia. You know, she can do it all, guys. She can do it all. But we celebrate here on Let's Chat. You know, we, we, we started this about six, seven years ago, this platform. And Alicia and I started off as you know, lovers of literature because we are avid readers and we cater to the to the literary world, but our show has evolved into so much more than just literature. We literally celebrate all art. We celebrate the dopeness of it and we love when we interact with our guests as well as our listening audience. They love to interact with them as well because we get to hear the passion behind what it is that they do. And, boy, does it get passionate up in the chat room. Y'all can see Alicia and I just get passionate by ourselves. So when we have guests and callers that call in, it's a passionate journey. So we thank you guys for joining us. You know, get ready for a great night. We're all going to rise above, which is our topic tonight, two great guests. Mr. Nick Haskins is returning after a couple of years, Lisa, so I'm excited to hear what he has been doing. You know, he got a new book out. And we have a newbie on the, the scene, Mr. Lance Earl. We're going to see what is behind his pen, behind his passion. So, guys, get ready. Get your cups, whether it be red, green, blue, red, or white. We don't judge here. Let's chat. Just grab a cup. It's Friday night. <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> Absolutely. We got our first fabulous guest. He's going to step into the chat room. All right. I think I'm going to make sure I got the right number, child, because you know. He can press, press oh, his button and we'll bring you right on in. <laughs> hmm. Oh, no. He gave me his number. Okay. Uh, 
Welcome, 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 Nick. How are you? I'm well. How are you? We are good. Welcome back, Nick. How you been, man? <laughs> been good. I'm happy to be back on Ladies of Chat with Leisha and Miss Tony. I'm very excited. Listen, <laughs> listen, man. Three years. <laughs> I mean, what you been doing? You got to let us know what you've been cooking in your creative kitchen. Because, you know, that's know. like, don't you hate when people only call you once in the blue moon, and then all of a sudden, yeah. after the blue moon, they come, it's like, dang, I ain't talked to you in a minute. <laughs> like, what you been doing? <laughs> what, you, what, you, what you got going on? <laughs> right. Right. I was just looking on my website. I see the last time I was with you guys was back in November of 17. That's right. Oh, that's pretty neat. Yeah. Since then, I've got a whole new book out. Um. I had to go back in and, and um, re-edit a lot of my catalog and clean it up. Um, so I did that for two years, and then I came up with She's Obsessed this year, 2020. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow. You know, Nick, now, Lisa and I was talking I, about that last night. Remember, Lisa, on our live about uh, taking the time we to go back and redo your catalog. So we're so glad you started mm-hmm. off with that. Yes. It took a very, now, very long time and very tedious. But I did it. Mhm. Mhm. I, I got questions. Yeah. I got questions about this here cover, mm-hmm. but you know, I'm gonna wait. Um, I'm gonna wait. I'm gonna wait. I'm gonna wait a minute. <laughs> but I want you to for those who don't know who you are, tell everybody a little bit about your literary journey. Okay. Well, my name is Nick Haskins. Um, I have five books out. My first book came out in 2011. It's called On the Edge of Heat. Um, I'm a self-published author. Um, after that, I went ahead and did a book called Jamal. Um, I was trying to write for um, it was a ladies' magazine that I was trying to get into, but it didn't go quite like I wanted it to go, so I turned it into a book. And then my next release came out, My Husband Twice, Betrayed, 2017, and then my new book, 2020. Um, I write African-American urban fiction, um, all about life, lessons, love, and deceit. That's me. Mm. I love it. I love it. Okay, why why she gotta be obsessed? Listen, I'm just saying. Why why it's gotta be she? <laughs> tell us, tell us what's know, going on with this book. What, what was the thought behind the process? For my other work, it all came to me. Like the ending would come to me, and then I would go back in and you know tweak it and do all the good stuff to it. But this particular book, my sister Miranda, she gave me the concept. But it was totally different. But she once once she told me the concept, it was like I just kind of went from there, which was the girl becoming obsessed with the the mistress. That's what we uh-huh. went with that. And it was oh, just like it just okay. She mentioned something, and we just turned it into a novel. Okay, yeah. like there you go. Okay, <laughs> that's right. Help push his brand forward because that is a different twist. Um. Being a, a woman obsessed with the the mistress, because now you want to know what's the obsession. You know, I mean, is she gonna die? Is she not gonna die? Is she gonna fall in love with her? Is she not? Now I got questions. Now I got questions. Now I'm over on Amazon. See how that works? That's how that's how readers get started. <laughs> Me too, Lisa. I'm over on Amazon too. She's I'm <laughs> Nick Haskins. There we go. <laughs> so, you know, if we all always of like to talk about that. a goal moment. Oh, mm-hmm. shoot. You know, I love a good killing. 
Now, I want to talk about your goal moment. You know, a lot of times we pay us, we're mindful, like I know you were listening in the beginning of the show, we're mindful about how we speak to other people and pour in. And when it comes to ourselves, we kind of pause here and there before we get going. What was your goal moment like uh, when you sat down five years ago to write your first, well, more than five years ago, but when you sat down to write your very first book? It was basically falling in love with the art first. So I would look at like television shows or other novels. And then one day I was just reading, like I started writing when I was 17, but I stopped for a long time. And one day I was reading and I just became so passionate about what I was reading. And I thought, wait a minute, I can do this. And from there it was just mm-hmm. like on, like I wanted to mimic <clears throat> the um, other authors that I would see, like Carl Weber and Mary B. Morrison and others. I just wanted to be a part of that. And I felt that nothing would or could stop me until I just kept driving and kept driving until it became good enough for me to put out to the world and share it. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. You know, I love, I love that you said you, you, you kept at it. And, and we always like to ask, you know, in addition to your sister, you know, who, who was influential in your new book, who, what other big support or supporters affected you or helped you? Well, I think just life life in general, like sometimes I'll see a person, whether it's a famous person or just a person on the street, and sometimes I'll write a character around that person automatically, like for Betrayed, that came from Jennifer Williams from Basketball Wives. It wasn't that I thought she was so this or that. It was just I saw her one day on the show, and it just sparked a whole character. So just mm-hmm. life or what I see is just sometimes it just clicked to me. So, mm-hmm. just okay, my I didn't know that's where Jennifer came from. That's because I yes. read Betrayed. I she didn't know that's where Miss Jennifer came from. <laughs> yes, in my mind, that's exactly who she was. So I even described her that way. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, I want to, you know, I, I'm all about growth. I'm all about growth and, and being able to kind of move forward and, and shed our old us, you know, and step into mm-hmm. the new us. How have you grown uh, from the very first moment you sat down to ten your book till now? And I want to know not only how have you grown as an author, but how have you grown as a man? Well, as an author, I had to. I'm trying to still grow, not to be so self-indulgent. I don't want to speak. I want the characters to speak. It's not about me. I have to always remember that it's not about me. It's about what my readers want and what they how they connect to the characters. So I'm always extremely mindful of that and as far as growing as a man I'm trying to control myself I'm trying to react differently you know I feel like I'm a pretty decent dude so some things I can't I don't want to react and then feel bad later you know I want to work on that and become you know a better person not a weak person a person you know even Mm -hmm. stronger than I was before but know what to do with it and handle Mm -hmm. myself better and accordingly Mm -hmm. that's what I'm working on that's a big thing Mm -hmm. for me Mm-hmm. That's kind of like a topic of our show Earlier when you mm-hmm, right. When you guys were saying get out Go your ahead. own way That's one of the things that I'm really mm-hmm. trying to work on Getting out my own way That's why I'm here today Absolutely Now throughout your journey Who has been your biggest supporter? Um, definitely my family Um, My cousin Brian He does a lot He does a lot Um keeping me grounded and making me laugh before interviews if I feel a little butterfly coming in my stomach. Um, my sister Miranda, 
um, Kathy, just all of my family and friends. They read first. They review first. They let me know if they like it. They even let me know if they don't. So that's a big help, and it's a lot of support system around me and my work. So I feel fortunate. Mm-hmm. And why do you feel it's important to have that strong support system uh, when you're maneuvering through your vision? Well, because you don't feel alone. You feel that you can always call someone, you know, like my cousin Brian or my sister. I can always call them or text them, even if it's in the middle of the night. And then they always have a listening ear. So, you know, you don't feel alone. You feel as if you have a shoulder to lean on and that you can always depend on someone. So sometimes, especially when you put out a new project, you think, you know, you don't know how the world or how your readers are going to accept it. You don't know if they will accept it. So those are the times when you really depend on, you know, your family and your support system to get you through and lend you their shoulder and encouraging word. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Now for those uh, who may not be familiar with your work, what would you tell someone that's picking up your book? What would they expect from a Nick Haskins book? What can they expect? I always expect, usually it's around couples, always a married couple. I always wanted to look perfect in the beginning. I got to tear it down in the middle, and we got to explode it in the end. So I just want you to expect plenty of drama, lies, and murder. Somebody going to die at the end, so always be prepared oh. for that. Oh. <laughs> Somebody dying Ain't in the no end. Ain't no wrong with it. So Somebody just... got that. Listen, so, listen, y'all. Let me tell y'all. Don't, if y'all read his book and you like somebody, don't tell him. So that's part of who he going to kill. Just keep it to yourself. Just, just keep it to yourself right. and just keep reading. But right. don't show interest. That's right. Because then that's going to give him that's some right. idea. Now he's going to be like, mm-hmm, he got to go. She got to go. Now it's like, why you got to, yes. you know, why you got to kill them all? You know, listen. Right. Now, a black man that can write is a very powerful man. Um, and you inspire so many. But who has inspired you along the way? Um, definitely number one for me will be Carl Weber. I just love the way he, you know, weaves his stories together and, you know, captivates his audience. So definitely Carl Weber. I've read a lot of Eric Jerome Dickey, um, Mary B. Morrison, um, even James Patterson, just a lot of different authors have really been an inspiration for me. Okay. Now, have you ever written something that you didn't like? Like, have you ever shaped something and after you you wrote it, you were like, oh, I don't like how I did that? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I think probably Betrayed, number one. Like, if if I was to write that today, it wouldn't be written the way it is. So that would definitely be number one. Like, I feel as a writer, I've grown so much, so I wouldn't put a story together where the the audience is kind of guessing or maybe I'm telling it. I would love for the character to be able to tell them their story and not me. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. when I edit Betrayed, it makes me cringe. Like, uh, but other than that, it's okay. <laughs> That's interesting. I wanted I wanted to talk to you, Nick. About I'm not sure if you heard our topic tonight is Rise Above, and it sounds like you mm-hmm. you know thought about that a lot, and you've done a lot of self reflecting. Can you tell us the importance of rising above, or do you see rising above? The way Leisha and I, coming from a man, how do you see Rising Above differently? Well, I definitely see it. Like, I know you guys were talking earlier about letting a higher power take take over what we can't control. 
and that's the journey that I'm on right now. Like, I just feel like if I do it, it'll fall apart. Like, even if I gain everything, it'll just, like, I have to stay on the journey that that the Lord has put me on and just stay there. So that's one thing mm-hmm. that I definitely connected with you guys on. And just rising above, just being a better person and just, you know, staying on your journey, staying on your path and doing you, staying in your own lane and just don't get no, don't let nobody get in your way and you don't get in your way. Just got to keep forward. Mm-hmm. That's my journey. Right. Now, what is your superpower? Like, we all have a superpower. What what do you think yours, or what do you feel or believe that your superpower is? And when I mean superpower, I mean that we all, um, we are all energy. And we have a certain kind of energy when we walk into a room. And sometimes our energy is intimidating. You know, we don't even have to say a word. It's just, it's just what flows out of us um, when we are in the presence of people. What do you believe your superpower is um, that people pick up on when they first meet? Probably that I'm a kind person That's probably number one I think sometimes I'm too kind Because people just latch on I think I'm smiling and laughing so much with them But I think I have a kind energy A very personable Mm -hmm. energy Mm -hmm. So So you're nurturing Very much so Probably Mm -hmm. sometimes Very much much nurturing But you know what, because we always think of women, right, we always think of women as being nurturers, and we don't really see a man as a nurturer, so it's kind of refreshing to to have a man say, listen, that's, 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 that's my power, I'm a, I'm a nurturer, so I draw certain things into me that I'm like, listen, that's not what I was trying to get, I'm going to need you to go back, it was to the left, yep, you over there. Right. Cool. Yeah, it's every day, I swear. And it's like I don't want to, and I'm always saying in my head, I don't want to be mean, so let me just keep, you know, but sometimes it just wears me down. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> but I welcome it, though. So I, you know, from family and friends, not from people out in Walmart. It's all of a sudden, you know, like you cried on my shoulder, I don't even know you, but that's what I do. <laughs> Like, I know your whole life story is like, okay, oh, you got more. Yeah. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm the one that says that. Okay. Like, oh, yeah, what? And then what happened? Oh, okay, what? <laughs> and I'm thinking, oh, my God. But they don't know I'm and thinking that. Really they just see a smile on face and a, right, not at all. Zero. <laughs> That's called yeah, research. Like, research for your next book. <laughs> right. right. Listen, because people is character. Listen. That's that's true. Yeah. Like, y'all here, writer, don't tell them your business because it will be in the book. So do you ever get mm-hmm. that call, like, uh, page 75, you know, bro, we talked about this like six months ago. You know, this this what we talked about? <laughs> do you get those calls? <laughs> not, not so much from my work. I, I had a book that I was writing about a, a really close friend. I was writing a book, and she stopped me. Like, it was already titled, and... I had already had half of it written, and I was ready for it to be my next release, and she was just begging me, like, no, do not do that. fine. <laughs> I had to scrap it. I had over half of it done. Wow. Nobody knows it's you but you. Nobody knows it's you but you. Right. So if you don't right. say nothing, nobody going to know. Right. Mm-hmm. I would tell people that we knew, you know, the story, and they were like, oh, yeah, I can't wait to read And they knew who it was about, and she just freaked out, so. I wow. That, one. <laughs> that must have been a good yeah. one. 
It was. It was wow. everything was basically true, you know, of course with a little spin and color. So I think it was gonna be pretty mm-hmm. good. Mm-hmm. You might have to revisit that, Nick, and let Leisha and I know when it comes out so we can be on Amazon again. Right. Just change, just change a few things around. Change a few things around. Make it a heat instead of a right. she. So that it is throw them all off. It throw them all off. She'll be like, you got some stuff? Well, who is this? I, I know, you know, I was just thinking about some things. It was just coming to my mind. Uh-huh. Now, let us know That's what's exactly. next for Nick Haskins. What's next on your writing? Um, what, what what is next in your vision? I want to move to film and TV. That's my biggest goal. I feel like I might have to do one more book because everyone wants to wants a sequel to one of my books. But other than that, I just want to. My goal is to just have like a series or something of that nature. Like I'm so passionate about that right now, and I just want to move full full speed ahead on getting to that that plateau or getting to that that journey, I should say. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that may be what another two years we're gonna have to wait for you to come back on our show to tell us about it. <laughs> uh, you know what? If I'm if I'm blessed, yes, yes, I'm fingers crossed. I have a script that I'm working on now, so I'm just ready to go from there. Awesome. Well, awesome. we can't wait. We are excited. Well, you know, here on Let's Chat, we like to do something a little fun with our guests. So, T is going to ask you a fun question. I don't know what she's going to ask you. That's not my department. I'm just here for the uh, for the comments. <laughs> Go ahead, T. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, Nick, you know, we always enjoy when you come visit us, even though it takes you a couple of years to say, oh, yeah, I remember those two ladies. So, we enjoy you nonetheless. So thanks for coming. Good. But your fun question tonight is, if you could trade places with any animal in the forest, who would it be and why? Uh, I think a panther because I love to wear all black, so he's all black. And he's, like, super oh. sleek and fast, and you really can't see what he's thinking. But, you know, he thinking something and move out of his way because he will rip you to shreds. But he won't do that unless you get in his way. So leave him alone. Oh. Get out of his way. And dark through the forest, mind his own business. That's me. Well, you had wrapped that up in under 10 seconds, so you knew exactly <laughs> what Mr. Yes. Panther does. So we're going to call Stay you out Nick of his Panther. <laughs> Nick Panther okay. Haskins. That's, what you, that's your new tag. There you go. <laughs> there, there you go. <laughs> I love it. There I love go. it. We so appreciate you coming Thank to kick you. with us here on Let's Chat. We want you to shout out all of your social media where everybody can get your new book. But make sure you add your website if you have one as well. Uh, and any virtual events you have coming up. Okay. Um, my website is nickhaskinsbooks.com. Um, let's see here my social media. I'm on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. So my Facebook page, if you guys would like that, that would be great. It's at I am Nick Haskins. That's for Instagram, also my Facebook page, and Twitter. I am Nick Haskins. And let's see. I'm on a virtual tour right now. I'm going to have another. I think I have a Twitter interview coming up, but I'm not exactly sure exactly what date. But I post everything on my website. So anything past or coming up in the future or anything like that is posted on my website. Mm-hmm. So, and also, you guys can 
find my work on Amazon, please review or at least give me a rating. Like I take those ratings and reviews extremely serious. Um, mm-hmm. Also, I'm on Apple Books, Barnes and Noble, um, Rakuten, all those good places. Awesome, that's that great. Reviews and ratings are very important. Thank you, thank you so much. You are so very welcome. Whenever I get a good review, it it always makes yeah. Whenever I get a good review, it always makes me like tear up. So you guys give me a good review, just know I'm somewhere reading it, tearing up. So. Oh. Good tears, good tears. (laughs) Oh yes, absolutely. Because I work so hard on my work, so. When someone, right. you know, shows me that they appreciate it, it's like, okay, well, I only read it probably literally for the last eight years. Well, okay, good, okay. But it makes me feel good. It mm-hmm. makes me know that my work was not in, in vain. So, mm-hmm. Well, you know, you since Leisha and I have been doing this show, we have come to appreciate the amount of work and art that puts into a book from start, literally from start to finish. You know, we have been, mm-hmm. you know, in contact with those authors that, that, Show us and share us, and we see it. So our appreciation for authors has grown tenfold since we've been doing our now our talk show. Oh yes, and we thank you all Absolutely. for your support. Like you just give us such a platform to come and you know express ourselves and show our work. So that's a great thing. I think that's up there mm-hmm. right with a, a review and a rating. Like we need somewhere to be able to talk, and you know this is a great place, a very nice place, and you guys do a wonderful job. So thank you from me and all the other authors out there. Well, we appreciate oh, that. We appreciate thank you. That. <laughs> and we thank You're you for coming to kick with us in the chat room. As always, you know that you are welcome anytime. Absolutely. Oh, yes. And I appreciate that. I'll be back with my series. So as soon as I get that series deal, <laughs> I'm right back here. You're my first interview. <laughs> awesome. All we right. hold you to it, Nick. We ready. <laughs> Yes, there you go. Don't be ready. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Thank you, you have so a very much. Weekend. All right. Thank have you. Have you. Have a happy holiday. Thanks for having me. You're welcome. You're welcome. All right. That was a awesome. spy. It's yes. nice to catch I up with former guest Leash. Absolutely. And just to be able to see what they're doing, what they've been cooking. You know, they even when an author is not talking where they're not seen, you know, they always got pots mm-hmm. on the stove. So I'm excited to know, you know, he's, he's cooking up things and moving forward uh, with his vision. We're going to take a brief break, and we will be right back. Cause I've been trying to find you Been looking high and low Wanting you more and more To come in dirty wine yeah. I love the way you move Like how you're doing what you're doing You got me hypnotized Got me all in my mind I'm trying not to lose it Your body, body, body Drop it down low then you pick it up I want it, want it, want it I want you so bad I can't get enough your body, 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 ooh, got me in my feelings. Girl, you're a star, that's what you are. You know, you know, you're doing something to me. 
got my emotions on a roller coaster ride. Yeah, this thing is going on between us. Something I can't fight. Not tonight. Not tonight. I'm in love. I'm in love. I'm in love out here on the dance floor. I'm in love, I'm in love, I'm in love out here on the dance floor. Oh, I'm out of hiding, cause I've been trying to find you. Been looking high and low, wanting you more and more. To come and dirty wine, I love the way you move. Like how you doing what you do. You got me hypnotized, got me all in my mind. I'm trying not to lose it. Your body, body, body Tell me about the big, I don't even care no. I want it, want it, want it I want you to myself, I don't want to share I don't want to share Your body, body, body Ooh, got, got me, me in my feelings Girl, you're a star Ooh, that's what you want You know, you know, you're doing something to me <sighs> Got my emotions on a roll the ride, the ride. Yeah. This thing's going on between oh. us. Books hustle. In, in, in the pen with your pen, 24 struggles. Uh-huh. 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 Uh-
Hey, Lisa, girl, I was just, I had to unmute my phone because, you know, I'd be singing on the break. (laughs) (laughs) We had to get our music breaks in. We had to get our music breaks in, y'all. But listen, we just had the fabulous uh, Nick Haskins on. If you've missed that interview, no worries. Just head over to our archives here on Blog Talk, iTunes, and or iHeartRadio and check out his interview in full. We are talking that talk about rising above. Now, listen. T. Mm-hmm. Okay, what mm-hmm. is the weirdest food that you eat? Oh, now you know I be trying to make my. You know how I am with food, but I would say calamari. You know calamari, and I can only eat it fried. And next oh, wait, that would be not dolphin. Huh? No, that's squid. I said that's not. That's oh, that's squid. Oh yeah. <laughs> All right. Did you say least? Have at it, boo. Have at it. But listen, cause see, listen, cause I've been watching TikTok, and you know TikTok be trying to tell us all these different things to eat, and some of the people be like, it's good. So I'm gonna try it. See, I saw this one. We talked about it yesterday on the show where it said you take a strawberry, you put it in um, sour cream. And then you put mm-hmm. it in brown sugar, and it's supposed to taste like a strawberry cheesecake. Mhm. Okay, and you're gonna try that <laughs> because TikTok. I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try. You and this TikTok girl. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, TikTok. We saying some of the stuff be good. Now I'll try some of the stuff, but you know I went on Facebook and I asked some of the people. You know I asked the people. At Facebook, I said, you know, what's some of the craziest food? I had to specify foods because people on my page, they don't do right. So I have to be specific <laughs> on what I'm asking. Because <laughs> people don't do right. They don't do right. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Vernell Williams, he said he likes peanut butter smeared across a banana with pretzels. I think low-key that might pretzel. be good. Peanut butter, banana, and pretzel. Hmm. Well, you know how I am about bananas. I have it in my banana pudding, and I have a half one in my smoothie. But to outright eat a banana, mm-mm. Sorry, sister girl, I'm going to leave those bananas to you. <laughs> now, Karen Webster, she had a good one. She said ice cream and potato chips. And I was like, really? So then I had to get nosy. Because, you know, I'm like, okay, what kind of ice cream? What I mean, what flavor? She was like, it got to be plain ice cream, vanilla, and it has to be Lay's, wavy, or ruffled. Mm. All right, now. Now, see, I think that might low-key be good because you know what I like? I like to get the um, frosted lemonade at Chick-fil-A, and I like mm-hmm. to dip my french fries in it. Crickets. Wait, Lise. <laughs> you put nice, warm, hot french fries in a frozen lemonade. It's a frosted lemonade, so it's kind of like a lemonade milkshake, kind of. But it's cold, girl. <laughs> it just be good. Listen, everybody okay. eats something weird. Everybody got that weird thing that they eat. I mean... Sometimes okay, you now, don't know. Talk, it might be good. Talk about, 
All right, now you talking about things like that. This is something that I haven't had in a long time, and I don't know if it's a southern thing because you know I'm from the south, even though I live in New York. But I like potato chips with hot sauce. Oh, that's good too. I might have to go to the store. Mm-hmm. The, the, that's good though Because you know the, the cheddar cheese Flavor um, Chips I like those mm-hmm. with hot sauce on them That's good too And I like Doritos and sour cream mm-hmm. <clears throat> That's what I was thinking When I in my head The sour cream and onion with hot sauce Now see I'm going to no, be Just sour cream Just the sour cream and Doritos Plain sour okay. cream and Doritos. So was like, no <laughs> mixing it with anything. I had to sit back for a minute, and then you started to clarify, and now you done lost me after you clarified, because I was with you for a minute. You was like, Lisa, I was with you for a minute. <laughs> I'm going to have to ask you some more about that. And then when you clarified, you was like, no, I don't know how that's going to work. Like, let, me, <laughs> let me go find myself, sister. Let me go find myself. <laughs> Listen, we'd like to hear from you. Tell us a little bit of some of the weirdest things that you like to eat. Just head over to the chat radio show over on our uh, Facebook page. You can also catch us on Instagram as well as our Twitter page and Tumblr. Let us know what some of the crazy things you like to eat. We like to hear it. Might be good. We might want to try it sometime. People, people, please, because I might get a text in the middle of the night. T, my stomach hurts. <laughs> T, I tried this. That's see, my why you got to talk about me like that, T? <laughs> Y'all, not only can she fix anything, Listen, I have learned, listen, through this COVID, I said I have to teach myself stuff. I learned how to fix my toilet from YouTube. I learned how to braid my own hair, save myself $200. Listen, I'm working on my nails next. If I would have known how to change that fuse in the fuse box, I would have saved myself some money there too. I can't with you. I'm telling you, I can't with you. All he did was <laughs> unscrew the things on the little round silver thing that covers the fuses. He took that off, put the screws to the side. It was a little uh, wire connected on the side of the fuse. He unscrewed that, took that out, put the other fuse in, put the, the screw back in, put it back in the little thing in the wall, and put the thing back up. I could have did that for free. But you know something, Lee? Those little things and the little things and a little thing on the side, all those have names that he went to school for years to learn. <laughs> I'm just saying. Listen, see, don't steal my joy. That was my, that was my, this be my COVID moments. my COVID moments. I'd be like, listen, I'm about to teach myself. Listen, my next thing is my nails. Let me learn how to do my nails. Let me learn how to do some SMS on my nails. They can forget that $85. And then I'm going to learn how to wash my car. Not just wash your car where you put a little spray on it and a little soap. I want to do it like they do it at the, uh, <laughs> when you, when the detail shot. She's going to be detailing, y'all. Listen, yeah. <laughs> I, I 
feel like I can do anything. Anything I put my mind to, I can absolutely do. And I, I'm I'm all here for it. I will try something once. That's true. <laughs> That's true. I'm going to go down there. Now, Alicia and I, when we meet up, we used to go, oh, go, you know, a little pamper, get our nails, mani petty. I'm going to go down next time. Oh, T, what color? What's your color? <laughs> what color do you want? <laughs> you want red? You want purple? Pick a, pick a color. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> oh, my goodness, T. See how you do me, T. See how you do me. <laughs> we got our next fabulous guest. Coming to kick you with us in the oh, chat room. <laughs> we want him just to press his ones when he is in the house. Press your one, Lance, if you're there he is. All right. <laughs> welcome, Lance. Welcome. How'd you know? How'd you know? We are good. You actually walked in on one of me and Leisha's moments. You know, we get these moments every now and then, and sometimes we forget people be listening. <laughs> we think it's just us. <laughs> See, I told you I you were in good that. hands. You in good hands. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, I didn't want you to have fun by yourself. You know, that wouldn't be fair. <laughs> See, it would not be fair. Now, we want you to tell everybody about your literary journey and just a little bit about yourself. Oh, man, I just, there's so much I, I can't even begin. I don't even know where to start. I really don't know where to start. There's so much I could say, but um, uh-huh. you have, can you be a little more, like, you know, like just maybe make it down to this one little thing you want to know, like maybe spiritually speaking? Is there something you want to know about that, or you just want to know about? Whatever is in your spirit. Let's start with this. We always have a go moment, right? A go moment is when mm-hmm. and execution come together. Right. So in that go okay. moment, a lot of times we're really mindful about how we speak to other people, how we pour into other people. And we're less mindful about how we tend to speak to ourselves. We tend to give ourselves more excuses than we give anybody else, which stops us from doing a lot of things. So what was your go moment like when you decided to sit down and write? Um, well, my goal is to is to be able to at least remain true to myself so I want to always see myself but sometimes sometimes you don't see yourself it becomes difficult at times you know and that's where a mm-hmm. relationship with somebody outside of yourself comes in a handy because you know we all need somebody to show us ourselves. what do they have to do pick us up out of our situation show us ourselves mm-hmm. gently put us back down and then you know how that you know that little magic thing happens and then but it boom there it goes mm. I think Absolutely. that's our first bit of boom and, on the show, Lee. <laughs> I love it. Yes. but um, And it's funny because a lot of times that takes us back to our original topic where we're talking about rise above. Sometimes we have, we're the people that we have to rise above. You have to rise above yourself and kind of get out of your own way. So what was that process mm-hmm. like when you decided to sit down and write? Uh, well, I don't know about the writing part. Well, I did the writing part, but I'm just, this is more just, you know, it's just like, um, I had to really spend time somewhere, and I know a lot mm-hmm. of people probably, 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 maybe they understand, maybe they don't. And I'm going to point to the Word of God because Christ, wherever Christ is, right? Christ mm-hmm. is going to point mm-hmm. you to the Word of God, point you to the Word of God, so that you can go over there, open up the Word, and sit at the feet of Jesus like Mary did. And not being like Martha, all busy about everything like that, you know, because I want to listen to what God's saying. That's where I got my uh, altitude from. 
Mm-hmm. I love it. Mm-hmm. But, you know, we talked about that, too, because sometimes stepping stepping away and stepping back, uh, you have to allow, for those that are spiritual, you have to allow God to do what he does. And he's going to do mm-hmm. it better than you. And sometimes you have to... Everything doesn't require a reaction. Now, we're not saying ego is all bad because ego does does show you that somebody is trying you somewhere. It's something that you need to start paying attention to, but you don't necessarily have to react to. Sometimes it's easier just to step back and, and let God do what it is that he's going to do because, you know, he's, he's here to... Your plan is his plan for you is already out there. He already knows what he wants mm-hmm. you to do. So sometimes he has to place you in certain paths for certain reasons. Um, and sometimes it doesn't have to be something that you understand. But sometimes you just have to step back. Let him play it out. Let him do what he's going to do. Because a lot of times we get into it and we start messing, messing stuff up. What do you think about that, Lance? <laughs> Messing stuff up, yeah, we can you know, we can mess up stuff easily. I mean, that's 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 a, that's a, that's a given, you know. And we're all it's uh it's uh <clears throat> it's inevitable. We're all going to make mistakes. But at the moment of the realization that you're about to make a mistake or that you made a mistake, you have an opportunity because God says everything you see is an opportunity for you to do what? Put your faith in Him. Okay, that's not playing games. Yeah, absolutely. Put your faith in God. Because if you're walking mm-hmm. in his love, then God gave you faith, okay? And that faith is demanding that you listen to him. But what people do is they listen to what man thinks that God is saying to them, and that's what I call a mistake. But the Spirit shows you when you're taking the word out of context and running your mouth because the Spirit is the one who's inside of you who's appraising the words you're listening to to let you know if it's just man over there talking about what he thinks or if God's over there working through that person and you don't want to get in the way of what God's doing. So you got to humble yourself and then you got to peep what God's doing. That's very true. true. That is very true because sometimes we, 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 when we put ourselves in it, we start thinking other things based on what somebody else is feeling, how they feel and how they want something to be. And it really has nothing to do with us. That's for them. Um, and, and God to kind of work out. But I think a lot of us are so nurturing sometimes, even men, that we step <laughs> in and we think that we're being helpful. And sometimes uh, we're being hindering uh, to others when we need to step back and let them experience, because this is the thing about God. You have to experience him to really know him. Like we could tell you about him all day long, but if you haven't experienced him, who he is and what he does, you, you're going to be lost. Until you have that experience And sometimes we want to help those That we love so much And we want to feel like we want to guide Them and and show them certain Things when they really absolutely Have to experience him um, For them to understand what it is That we're trying to tell them (laughs) It's just like I said You know know, God let me just show you like this Look at this check this out God never forces himself on nobody. God would never force his word on nobody, but everybody does it. That's the thing that was tripping me out because everybody does that. They all, they all take the word of God and they can read it just fine because I can hear them talking. And, and when they say them scriptures to me, I'm over here laughing my butt off. You know why? Well, I'm not laughing. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's not funny. It's not funny. 
It's not funny, mm-hmm. okay? But um, that's my food, you know? And I see people taking my food that I already ate and I've already walked in it and God was already doing something in that. And that's where I'm at today. So I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, you can't take God's word and force some people. And they go, and they tell me that I, I don't know what I'm talking about. And I'm going, mm-hmm. and see, this is, this is where, this is where patience c- kicks in. Right. <laughs> this is where patience, I got to have patience with these folk. You know what I mean? Cause it's not me, mm-hmm. man. I, I look at the spirit in me is the one that taught me. I'm going to be honest with y'all. It's the spirit in me that's going to teach you all. And I, I, I can't say that it goes any other way than that. Um, you know, but all y'all that sat at the feet of Jesus and listened to what God said to you through his word, which he made alive to you. So that means that the written word has become the living word to you because power hits you. You were illuminated with Christ's spirit. That's precious in God's sight. And bam, you're, you're in a relationship now. Now, this relationship has other people involved because it's not just Christ. Yeah, it's Christ in you. But what about the people that are in Christ and Christ is in you? Now, what about that relationship? Is that not personal? And does anybody ever talk about that? I don't know. Mm. Wow. And that's so very that's true. Something. See, that's mm-hmm. a whole, listen, that's a whole nother show. You know, whole, got a whole nother show idea started. So I, <laughs> we appreciate you calling in because that's a whole nother show because sometimes we don't think about that. You know, it's, it's more than just the word. It's more than just the word. You got to, you got to. No, it's beyond just what the words you're reading in the Bible or the words that um, the verses that you are giving to other people. It's more than that. And so we appreciate you um, because now you got a whole nother topic we got that's going to be coming. Uh Oh, well, that sounds good. That sounds yummy. (laughs) Well, we thank you for joining us. We appreciate you tuning in. Yeah, we want you to continue to listen. Okay, well, I'm going to do that. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. Wow, you gave that's food for thought right there, Leash. Absolutely. I love it when callers call in and they're able to just, just give us that food for for thought. Just things, you know, our, our topics are there to be on so many different levels. You know, you it can mm-hmm. be thought of on so many different levels, just rising above certain things. And sometimes you have to think about the spiritual side of things. We got our first, right. our next fabulous guest coming to kick you with us in the chat room, author Lance Earls. Welcome, 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 Lance. Thanks for having me. How are you doing? We are good this Friday evening. How are you? I'm all right. Oh, we are glad to Now, see, we told you you were in good hands. So, you're in good hands. (laughs) We want you to just shake it off a little bit. Just shake it off. We got you covered. Now, tell us just a little bit about, I'm not even going to ask about your literary journey, because I know that this is your first book. but we always talk about a goal moment. A goal moment is when thought and execution come together. What was that moment like when you decided to sit down and write your first book? Well, actually, I was in, um, I did a little time behind bars for a few years. Mm-hmm. And I um, mm-hmm. ended up getting myself in a little trouble while I was in there, and they sent me to the hole. And that's when characters started popping up in my mind. So I decided to start writing from then. Mm-hmm. Absolutely okay, And now. I think that happens a lot of times You know sometimes we have to Kind of sit still You know a lot of times 
I always say that if you don't sit still, God's going to sit you still, right? And so sometimes things happen where you have to sit still so that he can speak to you and he can He can pull those things out of you. So when you, all the characters were going in your head, you had all of this going on, what was that process like when you started to just kind of uh, put everything on paper? Well, yeah, first I started off with, like, fleshing out the characters, um, describing them and, like describing their personality, what they look like, and stuff like that, and then that's when I mm-hmm. started going into writing the story. Mm-hmm. Now, is this your first book? Yes, mm-hmm. yes, it's my first book. Okay. All right. So, so how does it feel to be an author? This of... is this is kind of we gotta have, try to remember to say who we are because you know it's your first time and we we've been told we sound alike. So this is Tony. But what got you into actually finishing this book to, to want to be an author? Well, when I um, when I first started writing, that's when I realized I had a passion for it. And then the mm-hmm. people around me was reading it, and they and they actually liked it. So I decided to like follow through with it when I came home, and and now it's like a couple of years later. It's just I was able to release it. Okay. Absolutely. Now, I got some questions because, you know, we're book bougie around here. We used to deny our bougie-ness in books, um, but we don't. We embrace it because that's part of who we are. And so, you know, there's always eye candy. Huh? What genre do you usually read? I I really like anything (laughs) that grabs me. Uh, because really, your your the packaging for your books that's the eye candy. You know, everybody like a little eye candy. Women like eye candy when they look at a nice man. Men like eye candy. It's the eye candy. Our eyes visually draw us to certain things, whether it's food or or people. It's just that's part of our gateway. And so, as a reader, mm-hmm. your your cover is part of that eye candy, right down to the colors you're using on the cover, the pictures that you use to depict uh, whatever energy that you want to come from that book. Uh, Even right down to the way your name lays on the book, it draws people in. And once you draw people in, now it's your synopsis that comes into play. And when you're a new author, it's your personality. Those things that uh, you're wise for what you do, what caused you to start writing, what caused you to decide to write a certain type of book. All of those come into play, and that's part of all part of the packaging of your book that draws people into the content. Um, so the title is Lethal Love. Tell us a little bit about what we can expect when we pick this book up. Well, yeah, it's definitely going to be uh, a lot of treachery in it. Uh, well, of course, it's going to be love in there, you know, and um, disloyalty. Now, why did you pick those two? Um, go ahead. Say that again. Why did you pick those two elements, disloyalty uh, lo- uh, and love? Because it's two characters. Uh, the book is about two characters, who, uh, two best friends, Shade and Drew, who, uh, who vowed that they wouldn't uh, live a certain type of lifestyle. But once a, a, a death happened in the family and they separate and go their own separate ways, um, they both they both didn't keep their end of the, uh, of the deal, and it all blows up in the end. But they actually in love with each other, but at the same time they 
they did some disloyal things that blew up in the end. And I think that happens a lot. Um, I think a lot of that is, I'm going to say ego. Um, Because I always say ego will put you in a trick bag every time. You know, your ego will put you in a trick bag every time. And it'll always, in loyalty. Don't send me no emails. I'm about to say this. Loyalty will put you in a trick bag every time. Because loyalty (laughs) is something that we tend to give other people. And it's something that, it's a responsibility and it's a gift that people cannot handle. So just like women, we give our heart. A man can't necessarily handle that. If he can't handle his own heart, how he going to handle yours too? He can't, but we give them, we give these things so freely, you know? And so the expectation, which is preset based on what we feel it should be. Mm -hmm. um, That's another responsibility that we're putting on other people. We're asking other people to be this for me so I can feel this way. Do this for me so I can feel and do this, that, and the other. When it's not really that person's responsibility. Uh, And so sometimes disloyalty is our own fault. What do you think about that, Lance? Yeah, I agree. We put ourselves in certain situations where um, I guess having high expectations and stuff. And then mm-hmm. they kind of blow up. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that was the case with uh, Shade and Drew too. It was like that's exactly what they went through. They um, they put a lot of trust in each <laughs> other, and, and it ain't worked out for them, you know. Mhm. So what now, was lacking of in that relationship? Oh, go ahead, Steve. Mm-hmm. No, go ahead. And that's a good question, because it's a follow-up. Go ahead, Lance. Yeah, what do you Fair think again. was lacking in that particular? What do you think was lacking when you think about the conflict between the characters? What do you think was lacking in that relationship where they were requiring certain things, but the other person couldn't give it? What was missing? Um, what element did you put in there that was missing between them um, that prevented them from coming together all the way? I think they should have accepted each other for who they were. Um, Shay wanted to become a um an FBI agent like her daddy and um Drew he wanted to run the streets. But they vowed that they wouldn't live that type of life, you know, and that, and that's what they, they broke it. They both broke it. Mhm. Absolutely. Now, do you think that um, when we get into relationships just in a real real world uh, and we don't necessarily meet somebody that is equal to the things that we're desiring, do you think that sometimes we, we force things that are that shouldn't be forced? Uh, a lot of times we say our trust, um, we can't trust nobody. But that's not really true, right? Because when you go to a restaurant, you sit down, you eat, you don't ask no questions. You didn't ask if they washed their hands. You didn't ask how they prepared the food. You just eat and you enjoy it, right? But when we get into relationships, right, we think, okay, well, I trust you. but And now if something happens, now I can't trust you. But is it that you can't trust them? So is it that they couldn't trust the other person or they couldn't trust their judgment when it came to that person? Wow, that's a that's a tricky one right there. Um, 
you know what, I don't even know. They probably just had their own personal trust issues. That's the reason why they uh, don't trust other people. Maybe something happened in their own personal life where they don't trust people, you know? Right. And that happens, right? And we do kind of reflect some of our fears that we have onto those that that are closest to us. Now, the right. type of book you've written uh, is different um, for for an author that is coming out from behind the wall. And you kind of wanted to go the, the relationship route. You still kept it street. You still put a street element into it, but you wanted to highlight relationships. What was why did you? What was your intent behind the development of your story? Um. Well, my this, my style of writing, I always didn't. I didn't want to um, be the type of writer like like most urban uh, writers. I wanted to have a little have a little street like an urban setting, but I still wanted to create police officers and show a different type of life besides like the, the typical hood story. You see what I'm saying? So I kind of uh-huh, I wanted to uh-huh. make it way in the evening. I love it. So I showed, and, I showed know, a little really, bit of love here. Absolutely. And then love is important. You know, relationships is important. You know, a lot of times, especially when you're behind the wall, you become a little desensitized um, when it comes to love because you have to move in a different way. Uh, you have to, you have to have a, you can't really show a certain um, forms of uh, emotion behind the wall. Then when you come home, you have to kind of learn how to adjust and learn how to show that that those other elements of yourself. Now, when you decided to sit down and you came home and you said, I'm about to go back through this and I'm about to finish it off, what was that process like for you when you came home to do it? Because, you know, when you're behind the wall, five minutes is five minutes. But when you come home, five minutes is two minutes. So what was that process like for you? Well, yeah, for me it was kind of um, it was kind of complicated, but I still stuck with it because that's what I really that's it's just writing is what I really like to do. So the editing pro- mm-hmm. uh, process, and it was a lot of back and forth with the editing process, uh, designing the book mm-hmm. cover, and uh, getting everything copywritten, and all the way up to the release date, even um, websites. But I actually have a marketer that was helping me with everything. I was fortunate enough to have one on my side that, that walked me through it. And you did a real good job putting the book together. Um, if you had to define your pen in three words, what what words would it be to describe it? Describe a what? Say it again? Your pen. To describe your pen style. So everybody has a pen style, right? That's your signature. Every author has a signature in all of their books, um, even in, in street lit. So a lot of times in urban uh, street lit books, you we we the preset expectation is that they're all the same because they're all talking about the same thing. Um, but in all actuality, there is a distinctive signature for every author. What do you think your signature is? Uh, if you had to just use power words to describe your pen style? Um, 
will always say that I uh, uh, high class urban literature. That's what. Um, mm-hmm. That's what I say. So now, listen, mystery, Nick. When you come up, listen. Okay, now, mystery. I want to uh-huh. know why he said high class. Because that's right. what I was saying, listen. like Mark Monk. Huh? Okay, go ahead. Right. What you say? Saying right. No, I'm saying right. Listen, we want to know. Like you brought you first thing was high class. You wanted it mm-hmm. to be known that it was on a whole nother level. Talk about that. Yeah, I believe it's on a whole nother level. It's, um, like I said, I I usually don't write about. I just wanted to have a balance of what goes on in the hood and what goes on like behind the scenes, like with politics and. Uh, crooked cops, like the stuff that the hood normally don't see. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's like, or uh, a character that that lives in a totally different place that hood people really don't get a chance to see in a nice environment with a degree. Or, so you, I don't know. I just got to have a, a, a mixture. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And so you want to make sure that you're bringing a, just a different type of, of of experience to your readers because as an author, you have the ability to do that. You know, you can – we always talk about T-Style. She's a fabulous author. Uh, and in her book, she can take you all around the world and then drop you off on the corner uh, and, and then take right. you from the corner to, a, to, to the office. You know, so – it's just being able to allow readers to experience things that they never would experience on a regular basis. And so the fact that you thought about that when writing the book, you wanted them to experience things that they may not necessarily experience being uh, your target audience. And that's, that's a forward thinking author. And so we do appreciate mm-hmm. uh, a pen like that. Absolutely. Now, Talk to us a little bit about when you designed the cover. What was your thought process behind the cover design? Um, I wanted the uh, the book cover to um, to kind of resemble the, the characters that's in the book. That's mm-hmm. that's the mm-hmm. first one. But um, like I said, I had a lot of help with my. Um, with my marketer, uh, Reese J, she um, she helped me out with that picking out the book cover. And as far mm-hmm. as, uh, as far as the colors, red is my favorite color anyway. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, last this is Tony. I want to ask you. I, I, I want to ask you. You know, you spoke earlier about expectations, and you started this book when you were behind the wall. Now, now that you're out, and and it's gone a little bit further than than it has. As far as expectations, are your expectations of being an author all that you thought it would be? Well, I'm still working, um, trying to perfect the craft anyway, but I don't think I made it to where I'm trying to be, but mm-hmm. I don't know. It's okay so far, I guess. But it's, I'm definitely going to keep. I'm, I'm definitely going to keep writing. Mm-hmm. So it's something you want to continue to pursue. Yeah. 
regardless of how everybody else uh, react to my story. That's just something I like to do anyway. Mm-hmm. Well, it's, it's all about how you react. Say that again? It's all about how you feel about your writing because sometimes you could be writing for one, you could be writing for the masses. As long as you continue to write, that's an awesome thing. Well, yeah, definitely. I feel good about my writing. I just hope that I could touch others to want to, you know, inspire others to do something good too, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, our topic today is Rise Above. Um and so we were talking about, I don't know how much of the show you listen to, but we were talking about making sure that sometimes the person that you have to rise above is yourself. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, what, talk, talk a little bit about that with us. Um, for you, what does rise above represent for you? Rising above. <clears throat> I would say stepping outside the comfort zone and, um, and just following your heart, doing what you want to do, uh, regardless of how everybody else reacts to it. I could say that you're having a day. For me. Absolutely. And that's true because, you know, a lot of times, change is, most of the time, change is inevitable. You're going to change regardless. But right. the thing that mm-hmm. that comes along with change is those people around you have to change. And most of the time, people don't want you to change because it requires them to make a change to be in your presence. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. As a man, being able to write um, is a powerful tool and, and a powerful um, skill to have. And so it in it. In it inspires so many but who inspires you when when you decide to uh, step into the literary world um so author uh by the name of eddie wolf lee he inspired me a lot okay mm-hmm. we know eddie wolf. yeah he inspired mm-hmm. me on my right now oh. He gave me a lot of tips when it comes to writing, too, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. And who is your so biggest your supporter name? along the way? Oh. Say oh, that again. Sorry. No, who is your biggest supporter like? along the way? <laughs> my biggest supporter? <laughs> yes. My biggest supporter is my um, is my uh, my woman, Racy. Mm-hmm. She supported me, you All know? Right. Shout out to Gracie. Yeah. It's always great to have now that support. Say mm-hmm. that again. It's great to have that support. Definitely. Now tell us what's next for Arthur Lance Earls. What's next in your vision? What's next in your writing? Well, I actually got a... Um, an entertainment company um, called The Chosen One Entertainment, and I'm going to be releasing mm-hmm. all of my books through The Chosen One Entertainment. And I'm also going to be um, signing another author um, to release their work through um, My Chosen One Entertainment. And right now I'm working on book two of uh, Lethal Love. I'm actually doing a rewrite right now. you doing a rewrite? Yeah. Mm-hmm. For uh, Lethal Love, okay. too. 
Mm-hmm. Okay, got you. Awesome. Oh, wow. But eventually, eventually, well, we in the future, I wanna, mm-hmm. eventually, in the future, I'm trying to get into the uh, script writing and actually turning these books into movies, you know, one day. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. All right, sis. Well, we excited for you and your journey that you have ahead. Um, now, this is your first time on Let's Chat. We like to do something a little fun. You know, we started Let's Chat about seven years ago. Uh, and we love to be able to allow our readers just to experience the author. Sometimes that's how um, they get to know them most of the time. That's how actually word of mouth starts. Um, when they don't, when your book has not conceived legs of its own. Once people start reading your books, your characters will will have legs, and your books will have legs, and it will carry you into different rooms that you didn't know that you can go into based on your book. But right now, your personality is what guides that vessel. Um, so we do like to show, do something a little fun just to show uh, the, the personality of the author that we have on. So T is going to give you a fun question. I don't know what she's going to ask you. I don't know. You know, that's that's, I, that's not part of my job. I'm just here for the comments and the popcorn. <laughs> Go ahead, C. <laughs> well, Lance, thank you so much for joining us, and congrats on this book. You know, we are thank so, so happy to, to be a part of your your radio, your journal. Whatever it is that we can do, we thank you, and we want to share that with you. But in honor of our one and only superhero here on Let's Chat, the one and only chat with Bozeman, our Black Panther, if you were a superhero... With superpowers, you can even make one up. What superhero would you be, and what would those powers be? Mm -hmm. Uh, I'd probably go with Superman. Superman, okay. Now, will he no, have a I special Superman. power that's related to, to just Nick? I, I mean, to, to Lance? Say it again. What would your superpower be? So, would it be a special power? Well, no, it'll be the same power that he has, you know, to fly everywhere uh, to get to a certain place quick. Maybe I could save a few people on Earth or something, you know? The Superman, um, he'll get the job done. I'll do, you know. All right, all right. And that's nothing, wanting to be able just to help people to be better and do better. There's nothing wrong with that. That's always something uh, to look forward to and to um, inspire to always be just that that element that helps people to just help them sit down sometimes and, and before they have to be sat down. You know, sometimes people need that Superman to help them understand what they need to do at that time. Um, to make changes, you know, because, again, change is inevitable, and Superman represents change. Um, and so I'm glad that you picked Superman. I'm excited. We are excited about your new, your new journey. We are excited about your book. We can't wait to see all the dope things that you are going to accomplish. You know that you are welcome here in a time. We want you to shout out all of your social media and where everybody can get in contact with you. 
where you can um you can reach out to me on Instagram at a chosen one entertainment. And then if you want you can contact me on Facebook under the same thing, the chosen one entertainment. Or my personal page, uh Lance Earls. Awesome. Yeah, and the, um, we thank you. Um, mm-hmm. Lethal Love is uh, released on Amazon and PayPal. But I wanted to send you, um, Tony, um, I wanted to send you and uh, Leisha a copy of the, a signed copy of my book. Absolutely. Oh, well, we appreciate that. Thank you so much. I, I definitely appreciate y'all for having me, too. Oh, you, you are, are so, so welcome. Very and like welcome. Leisha said, you're welcome back anytime. Thank you, thank you. And we will talk you to you enjoy your weekend. Say it again. Enjoy your weekend. And enjoy we'll talk your weekend. To oh, okay, you too. Thank you. <laughs> okay. Bye, Lance. <laughs> that was interesting. You know, he seems so nervous, but we I think we pulled him out of his shell a little bit, Lee. <laughs> just a little bit. Just a little bit. You know, that's a little bit. sometimes you gotta you gotta pull him out. Sometimes you gotta pull him out mm-hmm. to to bring him to bring him just just into something just a little bit. Because you are stepping right. out into something different. Um, normally mm-hmm. if we're to ourselves and now we when you decide to write a book that goes to the masses, you have to kinda of step mm-hmm. out and put yourself in uncomfortable situations. And so that was a great experience for us and him. Um, I was yeah, glad was to be able one. to just, yeah, mm-hmm. his very first, first interview. interview. So he did very well. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. We appreciate you guys coming to kick it with us this evening on Let's Chat. Uh, we will see you guys on next week. And let's just play a little music on the, on the way out. Absolutely. Have a great weekend and stay safe. And happy holiday for those that are um, doing the holiday. Happy holiday. Enjoy yourself and have a great time. Be safe. No drinking and driving. Make sure you wear your mask. Absolutely. Let's see. This is some Ebony Archer.